Alrighty, welcome back to DC Cinematic Minute, the daily podcast in which we analyze Man of Steel by each individual minute. My name is Mark. You can find me on all social media at Mark Meadows. And I'm Nathan. You can also find me on social media at NoClutchNate. And I'm Tom from the DC Daily Drop Podcast, and I am on Twitter at KryptonTom. Cool. And today on Man of Steel, we are uh, analyzing Minute 133. Uh, The minute starts with Lois telling Steve Lombard that uh, he'd have more luck trying to woo the interns. Uh, (laughs) And uh, ends with the start of the end credits. So, yeah. The start of the end. Yeah, the start of the end. Um, Even Jenny takes a stab at at poor Steve Lombard here. He's kind of laughing at his courtside tickets yeah yeah poor steve (laughs) he just i mean like he just tried to save her life and now she won't even like go to a basketball i'm assuming it's basketball courtside that's basketball right yeah right yeah like a pity date (laughs) it's like you know unless they already went on one yeah well it's i mean not even a pity date like why can't why can't (laughs) they just why can't all like one, two, three, four, and now five of them go. Just I don't know why. Why can't y'all just hang out? Because he doesn't have five tickets, man. Yeah, you think he's rich? courtside. I yeah. know, but it's just like, can you fathom I, how much I guess five I'm, courtside tickets guess, cost? Yeah, I think I'm just talking daily to Daily Planet. Here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, in Metropolis. Um, I'm just. I guess I'm just. This is more directed at C. But it's like, man, can't you just like not have the dating intention so why can't you just be like yo you guys are my buddies we've been through literal hell together like can we just like all hang out like i don't know that he only has two tickets though i know but d- just don't offer it as like a date <laughs> why not just offer it as friends man this is steve lombard yeah well maybe but... he is offering his friends and they don't even want to be his friend <laughs> oh, that's man. a sadder way to look at it yeah that is <laughs> and that then that makes me uh yeah he, uh, does, he doesn't even offer dinner beforehand, I don't think. So, uh, you spend it all is, on the courtside. Is, is it included with courtside seating? I've Actually never been on be. courtside seating, so I don't know. He's just he's just really desperate for friends. That he has two tickets to every home game, and he's <laughs> never gotten anyone to go with him. So bad. <laughs> Maybe they just don't like the team. Maybe the team's terrible. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> could Maybe be lots like, of things. Like what? You got two tickets to Orlando Magic game? Who cares? I, I'd still go. I wouldn't go. <laughs> if you came to me with, nah, we're not. That's a sports team, guys. Look it up. <laughs> um. <laughs> so okay, so yeah, after after you know they all kind of laugh at Steve Lombard. Yeah. Then Perry shows up with an ear piercing. It's the first time I noticed it. I don't know I if you noticed it. I didn't even notice it. Really? Yeah. yeah, he's got his ear pierced. I wonder if that's just Lawrence Fishburne. It's got to be. Just oh, I'm sure. Like, I'm keeping this. I It drew my eye. I was very... Uh, you know, I, I, I liked it. It looked great. It, they probably saw it, and they're like, nah, you can keep it. Yeah, Because they did that with... Um, uh, they did uh, it with Ray Park. Yep, yeah, there you where go. Where he was... He forgot... He just got it pierced, yeah. and he didn't want to take it off. And George Lucas saw it, and he was like, "No, nah, Darth Maul can still have that." He was paying over he was it. Like, Damn. So maybe that's what happened, or that, or Lawrence Fishburne was like, "Nah, man, we're keeping it." <laughs> <laughs> so he introduces. Yo, Larry, we gotta take your earring out. Nah, man, <laughs> it's not happening. Um, he introduces a new staff member, and uh, it's 
It's uh, it's a good old Clark Kent here. And uh, does anyone have any questions? That was v- very uh, just you you threw it out there. You just <laughs> you, you build that one up and you just there you go. Does anyone have any questions? Is that what you asked? <laughs> yeah. Um, how did he get the job? What are his qualifications? He has no past, yeah. previous reporter, anything. Did Lois just put in a good word? Well, how did he get to be on her team? Why isn't he in the mailroom? What's going on here? Now, this is me just picking apart, just blinders on. I don't know Superman. And like now a horse. Son, he just got, <laughs> now May- son, maybe, he just got it. Maybe some time did pass and he was in the mailroom and just got promoted. This is very true. This is, we have no idea what the timing is. I'm I'm assuming he wrote for the Smallville Smallville Torch and the Smallville Ledger. That's the only real, uh, real way to explain him getting the the job. He did do uh, the the paper in, in oh gosh, what was that? It just mm, he did do that in comics. I do remember him having didn't like he, um, wasn't um, framed Earth, articles. Wasn't that Earth One? Was it Earth One? He did a bunch of stuff in that in that book where he was like. I don't know. He was even like a scientist at one point. No, no, no. That was American Alien. I think. No, well, okay. I think I'm that talking was about Earth the one, one. Yeah, where that he was wrote Earth that one. paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like a really. And yeah. I got on the job. And, and I like he played like was... Major League Baseball and yeah. was like a scientist and like holding them, like solving the math. Da Vinci Code. Yeah, yeah. Stuff like that. And it was just like. <laughs> and they were like, you can do anything. Yeah. So I don't know. Um, but he definitely can't get a referral from Lois Lane or anything, right? Because then that would just be kind of like a connect the dots like oh you must be like for lois lane to know a guy who looks like superman that's see you can't get her like he has to come in without any connection with her this is really muddy waters when we get into this because there's the argument that perry white has always known that clark kent that's superman is my one the same question so is it just like he he knows that they're one of the same he understands the relationship that lois and clark have um and he he realizes that the world needs a character like this so he just keeps his mouth shut perry white is i've said it before he is the world's greatest reporter so how hard is it for him to figure out that the two characters are one and the same hey man you got the same haircut as that guy yeah i i i kind of take it that he probably knows and i mm-hmm. think there's a moment in batman v superman that makes me kind of think that too mm-hmm. um n- not official not something he ne- he wants to come out and say but he knows and just is protective of it as he, mm-hmm. you know, Superman saved their lives and everything. If he knows and he acts the way he does in this moment and in the <laughs> next film, I would not be, I wouldn't take that as a retconning. I would just be like, yeah, that makes total sense that he would be that kind of guy. He's just putting just, on a front. Yeah. yeah. He's to, a good actor. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. To be that kind of guy. Mm-hmm. He's like, oh yeah, I know. So we could assume that Perry knows exactly who this guy is, and when he walked in and, and gave him his resume, it was like on the spot. Yeah, and even like the way you, like, you need this job, kid, because you do need to keep your ear to the ground. Yeah, because yeah. it, it would be cool to. We're gonna have to do this when we do Donna Justice Minute. But then he puts him on sports. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he you, could have suspicions and just not wanna, not wanna ask the questions. Yeah. It it's like, uh, don't they do that with Supergirl on the TV show? Uh, I Kat don't, Grant, don't look at I me. I don't know. Cat Grant, I think, knows, but plays into the fact that she she acts like she doesn't know. And, right. And, 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 like, allows Kara to kind of feel like 
her secret is there. But she she like respects her enough to pr- like play dumb. Is yes, what. That's, and so that's that's kind of how it goes there. Yeah, that's what I feel like Perry's doing. So when we do Donald Justice Minute, every time we see Perry, we've got to like try and <laughs> try and connect the dots to this conspiracy. Any little thing that I always track his eye movements. Maybe he's gonna look at Clark after he says something about Superman and see if it. Like, oh. yeah, we're going to have to look and find those, those good, uh, clues. Good, good, but, yeah, good I think he knows. Yeah. And I think he's pulling a Cat Grant. Um, yeah. Cat Grant pulls Perry White. There you go. Don't, don't, <laughs> yeah. don't, don't, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, where was I going to go with this? Um, I don't know. I don't know. The next note I have is Cavill's got some fangs. I don't know if y'all noticed that. Did he have his canines were a little? Yeah, he's got some canine teeth there, boy. I didn't notice. Really? No. Is this before uh, Lois says her little ditty? Uh, Or is it after that he smiles? It's the same time. It's the same time. Oh yeah, it's around the same time. This and scene, it I couldn't be more happy with the two of them. Standing yeah. next to each other, the line "Welcome to the planet," his smile, them like realizing like Lois is like she's clever. Of course, she knew that she was going to say that. She was probably thinking about it since seven a.m. when she woke up that morning. So, <laughs> I mean, like, it's just so good. I, uh, his smile, though, you know, it's what just like it it's that, so accepting. Um, there's something in this in the way that he he talks to her that. Um, you can't just you can't help but smile along with it and i think does he say her name but let me see glad to be here lois to like yeah yeah to say her name i feel like it's like damn and it's just i mean it's welcome to the planet and not just the daily planet it's it's oh. earth what do you mean oh you didn't understand I didn't that get that one are you <laughs> kidding me yeah are you <laughs> It's like the most. Yeah. That's I mean, like the I, whole reason. Oh no, <laughs> wait, whole yeah, no wait, yeah, you're right. It's the entire movie. <laughs> you're right. I totally forgot this part because I was I actually saved that months oh, ago. Man. Months ago, I I did you? Yeah, and I oh, totally Jesus. missed that opportunity. Yeah, there you go, Mark. I read that about. Perfect. I read that somewhere. It's like, and they kind of. So the fact that he actually addresses her when he says glad to be here it definitely relates to the love interest aspect that he's happy to be on this planet because he was introduced to her Mm -hmm. now he has purpose in his life now he knows what he has to do because he was inspired by lois i'll give you the argument that his dad had some inspiration there as well but yeah wow totally dropped the ball there (laughs) i totally forgot that bit because i totally read that months ago on reddit and that's why it makes it one of the one of the best end, end scenes yeah. that you can get in a superhero movie. Uh, it's yeah. just so happy. It's bright. It's it's just like I don't know. It, it it's exactly what that is. Superman is supposed to be a symbol of bright, shining hope. You know, the sun in the sky, yada yada. And this ending definitely gives me it's uh, goose such, pimples. It's such a heartwarming ending. It's just like right? damn. It's yeah. a, in my opinion, it's, it's well earned. Couldn't ask for for a better ending than than the final twenty seconds or whatever. Here. Yeah, like it's just welcome to the planet, and you get the the Superman the the Clark Kent smile. Uh, glad to be here. It's just awesome as a Superman fan. Just right? a really cool moment. Yeah, it just mixed fits. with the uh, Hans Zimmer going and and picking it up. Yeah, it's great. Absolutely. 
Um, and the next thing that happens after that is the title. Man of Steel. I'm a big, big fan of the title being at the end of the movie. Happens a lot nowadays. But, like, you go back to, you know, 90s movies. So you, well, any, anything in, not, not just specifically 1990s movies. Comparing this but, film <laughs> with the next one. This one didn't have uh, opening titles of anything. There was no... Oh, yeah, know, okay. In the well, ne- there's a reason for the one in the next film. Screen Actors Guild? Isn't that a thing? For the opening titles? No, yeah. the opening titles, in my opinion, was to get the... See, now we're, we can't talk about it. <laughs> was okay. to get one as- aspect out of DC Comics history out of the way quick and bing, bing bam, boom, because the story's been done a hundred times and... You just need to like see that quick, quick. Oh, okay. This is how we're going to introduce this character and a backstory. Boom! Throw us into a movie. No, I'm talking about the credits. I'm saying like directed by this. Is that? Are we talking about the same thing? You're talking about the opening credit sequence in Dawn I'm of Justice. I'm talking about the actual credits that pop up and say, "Hey, this was directed by Zack Snyder." When though? Happens in the very beginning. When of what movie? God, <laughs> the next. We're we're lost. Yeah. Dawn of Justice. Okay. But it doesn't happen here. It happens at the end. In the beginning of okay. Man of Steel, there are yeah. no like opening title credits. No, there's not. There's, but it happens in the next film. There's just production companies, and then it gets into the, the yeah. birth. Yeah. Anyways. All right. I thought you were going to... That's why I said Screen Actors Guild, because usually that's a thing that has... like That's a requirement. For credit um, sequences to be in the beginning? Yeah, that's why... Um, uh, what was it? George Lucas wasn't included in that guild anymore because star wars didn't do that you didn't get the you didn't get title credits in the beginning that's yeah it's it's really weird it's a, it's a weird requirement crap. yeah um I, I think it's partially due to the individual actors contracts but yeah i'm not an expert on that yeah um <laughs> so yeah we get the uh, i do i like the title being at the end as well mm-hmm. i think that's a it was a great it's a great exclamation point on it um, and yeah, we, we finished the film. We've, we've gone through the entire story now. Um, and it's going to start with some big names right here in, in this minute, at least. Um, but yeah, it's directed by Zack Snyder. Um, the one and only. The, the one and only. Um, and then the screenplay says by David Goyer. David Goyer, as we know, was, um, had a hand in the Dark Knight trilogy. Uh, he also has an adopted son, and which really played a part in um, how he formulated this film, uh, along with Christopher Nolan. Mm-hmm. And Christopher Nolan and David Goyer wrote uh, or, or developed the story of Man of Steel, which um, this is the only one in the DCEU that Christopher Nolan has a hand in with mm-hmm. actual story. I mean, he's a producer in the next one, I believe. Yeah, yeah he's an um, executive he, producer. Mm-hmm. But he, in as far as the one. story goes, this was kind of his, kind of he had a hand in it. Um, What's that to say about him that he actually, you know, he did three Batman movies and then it's like, okay, I'll try my hand at Superman. Is that like? Well, I'm just thinking like with having a hand in this one and then not in the rest, is that a significant impact in the way that this film is compared to the other ones? Other ones meaning the other DCEU or other ones yes. meaning Dark Knight. The other DCEU. Huh. Mm. I, th- I think the the tone for the first two films in the in the universe are very much feel 
like a continuation yeah. of of Nolan's what Nolan tries to go for. The realism. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, the realistic Superman. look at yeah. it. Yeah. Hmm. Because um, I know the I know Wonder Woman the story is by Zack Snyder. Yeah. He, he had a hand in that one, and it plays very similar to this one. So. But yes, it does. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess I'll just leave that one open-ended. <laughs> yeah, I don't even remember what the question was. Oh, the impact <laughs> that Nolan had on this film. Oh. And yeah. he didn't... I think there's definitely a significance into to him with his experience on doing the Dark Knight trilogy and then them coming in and be like, hey, try your hand at Superman. Like I said, you know, it's... I've said it so many times. It's, it's the difference between a, a Batman story versus a Superman story is... It, it's, it's massive. Like, you mm-hmm. can't... You can't just say, oh, yeah, I've been writing Batman for 20 years. I can, you know, just pick up a pen and, and start writing Superman. No, you can't. It's two completely different things, mm-hmm. two completely different bears and entities that you have to enter into with, you know, its own mythos and, and whatnot. It's incredibly hard. So props to Nolan for doing an amazing job on both characters. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if and, I've ever said that. <laughs> and I don't I don't know how involved Nolan wanted to be mm-hmm. with another superhero franchise if i if i remember the story right warner brothers was looking to reboot superman yeah. and goyer and nolan were working on the dark knight rises and goyer told nolan he had an idea for superman and then he's like well you should tell wb and, and that's kind of how it went um how it eventually became this film uh but oh that's it um <laughs> End story. Yeah, that's it. Period. Really good ending. But yeah. the end. Uh, yeah, and then we get Charles Roven, uh, who was a producer in this film and producer of all of them, all the DCEU films. He's still a big part of the DCEU. Um, do kind of question why he was, I guess he's that big of a producer where he's given a solo title card um, because then it falls after saying that it's uh, it says produced by Charles Roven, fades to black, fades in again, with produced by Nolan and Emma Thomas. And I, I guess he's that big of a producer that they probably, you know, it's like, oh, Charles Roven has to get his own title card because he's that That's big. That's a thing that people complain about. I assume so. Everybody's yeah. When ego- it comes egotistical. to when it comes to credits, yeah, the, yeah, you got to make your yeah, name. I, I think that's something that has to be done by the the guilds or whatever because you know how everything is worded because i think nolan is a producer with his wife mm-hmm. emma thomas so I, I think that's why they're together i don't i don't know exactly how that works yeah um i didn't take any notes about emma thomas but do we know anything right off the bat um she produces all of nolan's films and she runs sync copy with him okay <laughs> yeah Tom just said so she's the uh... that's uh that's it that's that's all I know too. Yeah. So sorry. <laughs> That's hey, sorry, sorry, Miss Thomas, but um, I don't know if she do, is involved at all story wise or if just like yeah. you know other parts of filmmaking. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not sure. It's a shame because yeah. I wrote actually had notes down for Deborah Snyder for tomorrow, oh, but I didn't well, write any for Emma, so I feel bad. Um, but that's all I have yes, for today. Yes, sir. You as well? Uh, yeah, I'm a big fan of Syncopy, so applause yeah 
think we all are. Yeah. <laughs> well then, <laughs> we're going to go ahead and wrap up for today. Don't forget to check out DC Daily Drop with Tom and Zach. You can find us on all social media at DCEU Minute, twooldmedia.com, and we have a Facebook group called DC Cinematic Minute Listener Society. Where we talk about the minutes and theories, latest news, all that good stuff with some of our past guests and some of our listeners. And we also do Tarantino Minute. We're talking about Reservoir Dogs. You can check all that out, like I said, to oldmedia.com. And we'll catch you guys tomorrow here on DC Cinematic Minute.